On this episode of the Grower Plateau podcast, we have Kelly Loya out of Sarasota, Bradenton, Florida area. Within the last year, Kelly made the move to Florida full-time. With no contacts or circle of influence to rely on, she takes us through how she's growing her business right at the ground floor. All right, Kelly, thanks for hopping on the podcast with me today. Hey, my pleasure. That's awesome. Why don't you just go ahead and introduce yourself? We'll kind of take it from there. So I'm uh, the territory boss, <laughs> as what a lot of people know me by. That's my social media handle, and um, I have a website with a little blog on it. Um, I started that about, you know, shortly after I got into real estate, everybody was using their name. I wanted something a little different. So um, my name is actually Kelly Loya, and I'm a real estate agent in New York. I'm licensed in New York and Florida. Okay. And you just, you've been in Florida for about a year now, right? Almost, yeah. Okay. Since last June. So you had a, an established business up in New York. Um, right. What was it like when you first got into the business up in New York? So when I first got into New York, I I think I hit the ground running, really. Um I did a lot. I didn't do any standard training with a big box brokerage or anything like that. Um, I did a lot of research in advance. Um, I I went right to social media, and that's where um, I sort of made a name for myself in real estate and how I started getting a lot of clients coming my way. Okay. Did you do a lot of like door knocking, cold calls up in, up in New York when you first got into it or? No. No. Okay. Did no, you, I never did any of that. Did you jump right into social media or do any Zillow stuff or what it, kind of what did what did you do to kind of get started? Yeah, so the broker that I was with initially, he had Zillow stuff coming in. He bought Zillow leads and he distributed those I don't want to say evenly cuz I don't know if it was evenly, but he distributed those throughout the brokerage. Okay. Um so I had some of those but I went really hard with marketing myself and branding myself and utilizing social media. Okay. Did you do, when you first got into it in New York, did you do a lot of like video stuff or was it more just like static images? It, initially, it was more static images. Okay. Now, what's been like the big difference from, so you went from established business, right? Uh-huh. And you kind of almost are starting over again in a completely new area, right? So- has it been the same kind of process when you first got going up in New York or are you kind of doing things a little bit differently? No, I'm actually doing things differently. So before I left New York, I hopped on the video bandwagon and I started doing videos and things like that. Got a YouTube channel going and um, reels and stuff like that. Down here, it wasn't as simple as just marketing myself. I had to completely start over my business, but also create my own sphere of influence down here. So in New York, I had a sphere of influence already, and that's who I was marketing to mostly, and their people. Down here, um, I'm sort of starting. So if just starting real estate in your hometown is a ground level, I'm starting like below ground level here. <laughs> right, right. So yeah, yeah so you really re not, are relying, you don't have anyone to really rely on in terms of that sphere of influence. So are you... Right. Are you it, it, to build that sphere of influence, how do you go about that? Do you get into like, you know, community events, that kind of thing? Like, how do you go about building that sphere of influence? Yeah, just everything. I I meet people all the time. I talk to people. I mean, I go to the grocery. The other day I was in the deli line at Publix 
Um, and if anybody's ever heard of Publix and pub subs, I was getting pub subs. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, but I started just talking to a lady about like the kind of cheese that I like there. I just, you know, talk to everybody and give them information, whether it's real estate related or not. Like, you've got to try this cheese. It's so good. It'll sell it anywhere else. And we got chatting and turns out she moved down here not too long ago, about a little bit longer. I moved down almost a year ago. She's like a year and a half ago. But she, you know, she came from New Jersey and doesn't know a ton of people, but she wanted to connect. And so I gave her my card and we're going to go have coffee together sometime. And um, it's just putting myself in that situation all the time where I'm making new friends. How can I be of value to people in the community? I'm joining different clubs and organizations and just really putting myself out there as you know, as far as being able to meet people yeah. and getting involved. It, it's yeah. making people aware that you're a realtor, right? Yeah, yeah. But not just that, because I see to me, it's all real estate is relationships. You know, like I can work with anybody and sell them a house, but I want relationships with people because I'll, I wouldn't say all, but so much of my business, probably 90% or more has been a result of my relationships with people. Mm. So what I'm doing here right now is just starting organic relationships based on other interests. And I think that when you do that, you make the right connections with the right people and you're not just aiming to sell um, and that those those will last. So when I, when I have a friend, my friend is going to think of me first, but somebody who just knows I'm a real estate agent, they meet real estate agents all the time, but like where else have we connected and what else have we been able to connect on, mm. you know? Yeah, it's kind of like that know, like, and trust, right? Those are the people that yeah. if they know, like, yeah. they like you, they trust you, then they're going to work with you kind of thing. Yeah, exactly. Right? So you mentioned that you got into social media up up in up in New York and you're uh -huh. continuing to do social media down in Florida. What types yeah. of, like, content do you kind of focus on? Is it more educational or is it more showing off? You know, there's there's so many areas in Florida, right? Like, you can be in Bradenton, but, like, where do you want to be in Bradenton? What neighborhood, right? There's Waterleaf. Yeah. There, you know, there's so many different neighborhoods. So do you kind of show off the specific neighborhoods within that little area? Like, how do you go about uh, kind of tailoring your social media? I do both. So I do a blog and I try to give people good information through that. And my blog's on my website. Um, on social media, people really seem to like anything they can engage with. People like to share their own opinions. So if I'm showing a house or highlighting a community, people can be like, wow, this is nice and ask questions about the community. Um, also, utilizing humor, I think, is really good, too, whenever you can post something funny about real estate. Because when it comes to real estate, everybody knows something and everybody wants to talk about it and be in on it. For some reason, it's like that. It's funny. Yep. But um, I, I think I try to I try to educate people but also want them to have fun because most people are on social media for fun mm -hmm. it's like that edutainment kind of thing it's kind of a yeah growth, right yeah do you uh so have you received like a lot of like direct messages from Inst do you use instagram mostly or tiktok or actually i use facebook mostly okay i use facebook i use linkedin instagram and tiktok okay and have you received like messages of people just asking questions just off a video yeah yeah, even on TikTok. Oh, really? Well, you know, I'll post um, 
videos. I do a lot of new construction videos because it really fascinates people and it's beautiful and the model homes are gorgeous. And um, I have people, like I had a guy reach out to me a couple of days ago, like, keep up the videos. I'm moving down there soon and I love the content. I love seeing these. Yeah. So, so it's, it gets people excited, you know? Yeah. It, it's funny thing about TikTok. Like when it first came out, it was like the really young demographic, but mm -hmm. more and more, it's the people who are actually looking to buy houses now, you know, late twenties, thirties, and even forties, right? Yeah. People, all, all age groups are on TikTok now. So, yeah. um, you know, everybody tells you kind of marketers kind of ruin everything, but you know, that's where the attention is, is really TikTok. I, I've had success in, on Instagram and TikTok mostly. Um, have you? Yeah. Yeah. Have you, have you seen an increase in business just from like Facebook, LinkedIn, and TikTok? And it's really um, so right now I have an increase in, you know, relationships with people because of the posts. But so when I originally got started, um, my the more I posted on Facebook, the more referrals I got. Facebook was always great for me. Mm -hmm. um, most of my sphere and my age group was on Facebook before any of those other things. So my colleagues, my sphere, they're all on Facebook. But I also felt like I hit a larger demographic being on Facebook because you have some anti-TikTok people and you have some people that do it to connect with families. So it's not really Instagram. Um, and I still think that those are a little bit younger, yep. a younger demographic. But like you said, it's more and more a mixed demographic. But historically right. for me, Facebook has been where I've got the most leads. Yeah. So it's almost like a digital handshake kind of thing, right? How many people can you touch from just one video, right? Yeah. Do you, what types of like engagement do you look for? Like if you were to post like a, like a, a, a what video. What do I want to get? Okay. Yeah, like are you looking for the share, the comment? Like what's what exactly are you looking for? I love the share. So the share and the comments are my favorite. Um, likes are, you know, I, I don't know. If you're liking it, I don't know if you even really looked at it or if it's a video, did you really watch the whole thing? Um, when I have comments, I love that because you get the community engaging, mm -hmm. you know, and yeah. then you get to engage back with people and you know who's really paying attention. And when somebody shares, <clears throat> excuse me, that's always great too because you're reaching more people and you know you are. So. Right. I, I'm kind of the same way, right? Like you, you want to, the like is just kind of like, I'll like stupid stuff, but like, <laughs> I, I don't even know what it was or, you know, I was really wasn't paying attention. Right. Yeah. But it's the share, especially if someone shares it like on their story or something like that on, on TikTok, that's really what, what, what I try and look for. Yes. Yeah. Cause then that drives more people to your site and you get yep. more followers and. Yep. Exactly. Yeah. Now, did you have like a hesitancy before you started like like to get on camera right like for me it was like i don't want to get my face on there i hate my voice like but like yeah. it is what it is this is what i sound like so like was there a big <laughs> hesitancy you know to get on like a camera and and maybe talk or just put yourself out there no there was no hesitancy no i don't like the way i look on camera and i don't like the way i sound <laughs> but it is what it is and i don't think other people care as much as i do Mm -hmm. You know, like people don't care about your voice or the way you look. Right. You know, they, they're listening to your content. Exactly. And we care and get hung up on that more than anybody else. Yeah. And it still bothers me. I still get camera shy. I still look at pictures of myself online and I'm like, oh, you know, <laughs> we're always our own worst critic, but 
it, what matters more, that or leveraging my business through social media? Right, right. Now, do you do any like scripting or anything like that for videos? Really. No, no, you just no. find out. I mean, I, I write down notes sometimes. Yeah. You know, and I'll like, okay, this is what I want to talk about. And I'll rate it over and be like, mm -hmm. okay, this is what I want to hit. But most of the time, no, I'm not good at following a script. <laughs> yeah. It's funny. Like there's some people that like one of my friends I know, like he cannot follow script whatsoever. Right. Uh -huh. But for me, if I were to just like kind of like go off the top of my head and just talk into a camera, I find myself like looking for the words to like piece together and it makes mm -hmm. no sense whatsoever. <laughs> So it's like you're either all for the teleprompter or you're all for just like kind of like freestyling. Yeah. You know? So it's always interesting to see like how different it is. I get that. I don't know how people do a teleprompter. And I know that there's like this app that screen like does the words across yep. the screen and nobody else can see it but you. Yeah. It's an app, right? Yeah, it's an app. I actually have it. Uh, let me see what it's called here. It's called. I've never I used it. I actually think it's called teleprompter. Um, teleprompter. Okay. Yes, it looks like, oh shoot, I did have it. Yeah, here it is, teleprompter. I don't know if you can see that. It's that orange, uh -huh. that one right there. So when you click it, it actually looks, that's oh, going to download. But anyways, it forces you to like, it puts the the uh, the script like right here. Uh -huh. So it forces you to look into the camera where like if you like were to look at the middle of the screen, it, you can, I, your eyes can tell you're looking at the middle of the screen. So it's a really cool app. It's free too. Um, but well, it's, yeah. Try it. Yeah, it's it's a cool app. I've used it when I first got started. Um, this is kind of there. You go. It looks like that, so you can kind of see how things scroll down. Oh yeah. Right. So it looks That's just really like, cool. Yeah. So I use that I when I, like, I feel like I might focus on the words and getting the words right more than getting the the subject matter across. Yeah. Right. You know. I don't know, but it's definitely worth a try. Yeah. Like what I what I usually do is like I'll think of something like a topic and i'll uh -huh. pull up my notes app like and, and then just dictate it into siri so it was actually me talking into it and yeah. then i'll just copy and paste that into teleprompter so i just read what i just said kind that's of that's a good idea that's kind of what i do uh yeah. and it cuts down on the like editing because i don't know how to edit whatsoever um uh -huh. and uh, i got really tired of getting to like the very end of like a video like a script thing and like messing up and be like oh, shit i gotta go back to like redo this whole thing again <laughs> you know yeah. so yeah. um but do you use or like do you try and time block your time right like do you try and do like content on a uh, specific day um i do usually do my blogs on monday okay. and that's really the only the only thing that i keep track of and do the other stuff i sort of I do it as it comes or like I'll take I'll take a video of stuff during the day or I'll make notes during the day of what might be interesting for me. And then I do it when I have sort of a slower time of the day because my days are sort of time blocked. Mm -hmm. I don't time block just for that. Um, and I post for I post fairly frequently. Mm -hmm. um, that's something I could get better at, actually. Sure. I'm more disciplined with, you know, a schedule. Yeah. The time blocking is so hard for me. I, I try and do it. Um, and life happens, you know, like two kids uh -huh. at home and like, it's so easy. Just like, oh, this can just get put off to the side, but in reality, it's like super important. So actually let's go off of that. Like take me through, like through your week, right? Do you like spend a certain time, like, you know, networking, like what, what's like your kind of like day in the life look like? Yeah, so um, I get up, the first thing I do in the morning is I get up and I go to the gym. Mm -hmm. 
and I come home and get, help get my daughter ready for school and I bring her to school every day. And when I come home, I usually make some phone calls. I'll check my email then and, you know, reply to anything that's really important. Um, I set up, I try to set up networking for two days a week. So I'll, depending on what my week looks like and what my other appointments are, that varies. So I, I do always network though. I'm always meeting people. So, you know, it might be a Tuesday and a Friday that I'm out at networking meetings. Um, and it could be, you know, a Monday and a Wednesday. Well, it's usually not a Monday. I don't do as much of it on Mondays. I try to keep Mondays at home to sort of get ready for the week and yeah. put out any fires that may happen over the weekend kind of a thing. Yep. Yeah. yeah. So um, do you do um, like any, I can't remember if I asked you this or not, like any content calendars or anything like that too? To like, like mix no. it with your time blocking? Okay. No, I don't do content calendars. Okay. I don't either. Um, I kind of just like find topics and kind of run with it, you know, kind of thing. Yeah. And yeah. whatever's relevant, we'll, we'll, we'll bring it up. Right. I, I find inspiration everywhere, every single day. So whether it's the news, whether it's questions people are asking me. So as I find it, I, uh, I text message myself yep. things to remember. So I'm always texting myself. I do the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> just like this whole like list of just like topic ideas and whatnot. Yep. Are there any like social media accounts you try and like follow or, or use as inspiration? Um, you know, off the top of my head for real estate. Yeah. No, just okay. you know my brokerage account, Living Vogue. Mm -hmm. Um, you know there are some real estate agent friends of mine that I follow. Um, I don't try to like emulate anyone else's material though because. I like it to be original. It's sure. my brain is like always like going in so many directions and I'm like, oh, here's this, here's this. I, I don't really need that inspiration from people. Yep. If that makes sense. Um, I'm always open to ideas though. Like I'm an in-person mastermind kind of ideas person. So, okay. but I do follow, I have some accounts that I follow um, for like fitness motivation and stuff like that. Okay. So do you, do you try and mix in like other interests with your content, right? So you're interested into like fitness and real estate, obviously, right? Do you try and mix in fitness stuff with your, on your like real estate account on TikTok or whatever? I used to when I first started, but I do that less. So on my regular personal Facebook page, I consider that sort of marketing too, because I probably wouldn't have social media if I wasn't a business owner, right? Right. I don't really love to spend time on it. Yeah. We were talking about that when we grabbed coffee last week, I think, right? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I share whatever it is that I'm passionate about there. And I feel like that hits my, my, my sphere the most, my personal page. Mm. But when it comes to my Instagram, I try to keep it a little cohesive. So like the Florida lifestyle or listings or solds or education content, stuff like that. Okay. Um, LinkedIn, I share more news type stuff. Yeah. Um, but it's always like, so anything that's about, hold on, can I look it up real quick? Yeah, yeah absolutely. You? Go ahead. Okay. So I'm going to pull up my Instagram. And I don't know if you can yep. see what. Yep. Okay. So there's all stuff about real estate, like an under contract, you know, educational things. But I will post like, 
inspirational type of quotes and stuff like that, stuff that hits with me. Mm-hmm. Um, I do businesses too. So you know how people talk, you asked about door knocking. Yeah. And I think we touched on this too. So I don't like door knocking. I know a ton of people swear by it and I wish that I could get into it, but I don't want people coming to bother me during the day when I'm home and I don't want to bother other people. Right. So I business knock instead. I go meet people that own businesses and I go into local businesses and I introduce myself and I'm like, hey, you know what? I've got a pretty good social media following. Can I take some video of your business and post about it online? And so I do that. And so you'll find some businesses on my Instagram, some videos and stuff like that. That's a great idea. So like, I mean, who's going to say no to that? Because they're getting free content out of it. Right. Right. And then I get to meet more people in my community. Yeah. We have employees and friends just like our neighbors do, you know? Absolutely. Do they, so do you do like a business, try and do like a business, like, I don't know, showcase like once a week or kind of thing, or is like a series Uh, you're trying to planning on or? Yeah, no, there's no series. Like it's really sporadic. It's like, you know what? I really like this place. Um, They're super busy now when they're less busy, I'm going to come back and I'm going to do some video or, or maybe right now, like the other day we had a restaurant open in Parrish, Florida here, the Grayson. And it's been long anticipated because we don't have a lot of good places to eat around here. So I made it to the grand opening and I did a video. I used TikTok and I did that. And, you know, to help them and also help people that live in our community and people that want to move to the community so they can see what we have to offer. Yeah, that's a great idea. Because like, you know, I'm sure like all these different places, they they, they get cold called by other reps too. So they're more or less used to it, but at least you're providing some like free value, right? They don't have to yeah. buy something from you, but right. you give them a free value. And it positions you as kind of a resource, which, you know, I, I think it sounds like you're you're trying to position yourself as a resource, kind of an authority in, in that area. Yeah, yeah. Uh, That's what I want to, I always want to be. So um, yesterday, for instance, I met with a local attorney and he's not a real estate attorney. He does accident, he does accident, ins- not insurance, he does insurance claims car accidents and criminal law but he is somebody who is in our community and so when we have people moving here i want to be that resource even not real estate related you know like i i usually befriend my clients and and the people here so hey if i can help you in any way i know this person who i think is really qualified and can help you yeah um so yeah, so even meeting people that are totally not real estate related. Right. It all goes back to building that sphere of influence that you kind of talked about in the very beginning, right? Like mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. you don't have one that you can really rely on down there right now, at least, um, you exactly. kind of have to build it. Yeah. And you know, that person doesn't need to buy or sell a home, but mm-hmm. I have a new friend. <laughs> Ex- exactly. Exactly. And there may become a time where he needs, to, uh, he has someone that does, right? So right. you'll be yeah. top of mind at that time. Yeah, exactly. Right. So what's like what's like the biggest challenge you're you're kind of facing down there in a whole new market? Um, the biggest challenge is just starting from the ground up and rebuilding my sphere. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's that's what is standing in the way of my business climbing to the success that it was before in New York. Um, but it's but I don't see it as a challenge. I see it as you know, is the framework. And, you know, I love doing it. I love meeting people and talking to people. But um, I would, so 
let me rephrase that. The biggest challenge is that I don't know a ton of people. I didn't grow up here. Mm. And, you know, I'm starting from the beginning. That's the challenge. But right. it's just starting somewhere else now. Yeah. And you kind of already have the playbook on on how to do it, right? You know, you've yeah. did it in New York, more or less, right? So yeah. um, you're just adding another step by creating that sphere of influence that you can kind of go back to. Right. So what's like your like biggest, like, I guess your ultimate goal for this year, are you trying to grow both in New York and Florida or is your focus Florida right now? Yeah, right now my focus is Florida. I was, I had a team in New York and I, before I came to Florida, I envisioned that team to continue growing. But as soon as my presence presence wasn't there, it fizzled out pretty quickly, faster than I anticipated. Um, so I took a little while to get licensed down here. I didn't actually get my broker's license until this past January. So we've only had it for a few months. Mm. Um, but yeah, my focus is to just grow this business. And I'm I'm writing a couple of books too. That's one of my biggest business focuses. And, and I want to really take the time and dedicate to finishing one. I have like four books started that I've been writing. Oh, really? Yeah. I didn't know, I didn't know that. Are they like... Um... What kind of books are they? Um, one is sort of an inspirational book. Okay. And then another one is a two-part series about a personal traumatic event in my life. And so there's like the traumatic part of it and then the life after it. Sure. Kind of a thing. Yeah. Oh, wow. That's cool. That's one of them. Yeah. And then the other one is a book on grit. Okay. Yeah. There's... um. This account I follow, she's in, do you follow, um, oh gosh, I can't remember her name, Jamie. It's Girls With Grit is the account, I think, on Instagram. What is it? Girls With Grit, I think it's called. Is, oh, it's on, no. It, it's on Instagram. Um, they're out of Raleigh. Um, let me pull it up here. Um, and I know that because my friend lives in Raleigh. Uh-huh. And when I was there, I was just kind of looking through Instagram. Um, and she popped up on my Instagram here. Yeah, Jamie Tulek, Girls with Grit Collective on Instagram, yeah. You check uh, it out. Right, they look like, it looks like that. Okay. Yeah. That slim. Yeah, so I don't know, maybe just a contact or, you know, somebody you can yeah. talk to, but she's, uh yeah, they're, I think they're all in Raleigh for the most part. Yeah, Holly Springs. So right okay, cool. That's a nice area too. Oh, I love it there, yeah. It's growing too, just like Florida. It's kind of like neighborhoods, development, all everywhere, really. Yeah. You know? Yeah, Florida's a whole different animal than New York, for sure. It, it really is. Um, you know, like I remember my in-laws live down in Bradenton, but her my wife's aunt lives in Lakewood Ranch and Lakewood National. And was it three, four years ago? I remember driving to there and it was all just literally flat. Like it's okay. just completely flat. You can see it, there was dirt as every it was a mess, and now it's you, it's all houses. It's amazing how fast uh, it grew down there, which is a huge opportunity for anybody in real estate and who's yeah. in real estate willing to kind of put themselves out there. Yeah, it's incredible. Hey, were you able to visit Parish at all? It's just north of Lakewood Ranch. I I haven't no. Okay, that's where I live. Yeah, and um, this is. This is really booming. They're building a lot here. It's supposedly the next Lakewood Ranch. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. So, a really good area. Yeah. So that's just north of the other side of the Manatee River, right? Yep. North yep. of the river. Okay. There's um an outlet mall there, right? 
Ellington Outlet. Yep. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I've been there. Yeah. Yeah. Did you like it? I did. Yeah, I bought, yeah. I, I bought some stuff there. <laughs> Anything is better with palm trees, even outlet malls. hundred <laughs> percent. I agree. You know, it's it's been raining here. It's gloomy. It has been since I got back on Friday night. So, ah. which when and I think like, again, going back to that opportunity, right? Like people are moving from Midwest, Northeast, right? To mm-hmm. the area because there's no state income tax. There's just a better quality of life down there that, that people see, right? So it's a huge oh, yeah. opportunity for agents that, again, are willing to put themselves out there and 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 meet new people. Yeah, absolutely. And more and more people from New York are getting licensed down here too. Yeah, I've noticed that. Everyone wants to live the dream. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And that was a big reason, you know, obviously, you know, my parents and my in-laws being down there, I was like, oh, well, we're, we have an office in Clearwater, so it makes sense for me to, you know, get licensed down there. So that's what yeah. kind of gave me the kicking the ass to 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 do it so yeah that's uh, awesome yeah but um one thing i didn't touch on we've kind of been talking about like new clients new um new business do you do anything with past clients mm-hmm. do you do a lot of like uh like do you use a crm or how do you kind of reach out to them just can't stay in front of yep i have a crm i actually have two because i'm still an affiliate with a mortgage in new york i'm in a referral group with mm-hmm. my town realty yep and i'm um, down here with living vogue I, so I use Boomtown and I use Chime. And so my New York people are in Boomtown and my Florida people are in Chime. Oh, cool. Okay. Yeah. They're pretty similar and user-friendly. Um, but yeah, I touch base with them. I don't do the same things over and over with every single one. Um, a lot of them I have established relationships with and they have become my friends. Okay. So how I reach out into and touch back on them is different than how I do with people that I just sold a house to, you know? Um, but I will send them CRMs and market snapshots and market reports so that I'm offering them something of value and staying at top of mind for them. Yep. So I usually do that, um, quarterly, I would say. Yeah. Yeah. That's the, that's the, sometimes I'll send, sometimes I'll send gifts or, um, just cards for handwritten cards saying like, hi, how are you? Or sometimes I just pick up the phone and, ask how their life is going things like that yeah it's it's interesting like i think the phone the picking up the phone is like a big hesitancy for some because it's like oh, well, yeah. what do i talk to them about well what do you talk to your friends about you know what i mean like you just say hey check in how's it going like just kind of shoot the shit with them for five minutes or whatever it is yeah you know i think that's it a big life yeah exactly and that was a big thing for me right like it, it was always weird for me to be like well i kind of only know these people through you know, texting, phone calls, and maybe sometimes a Zoom. So there's no like one-on-one, right? Like a lot of our stuff is ever, especially since COVID is virtually. Right. You guys are actually right in front of them, right? So Mm -hmm. you kind of have a little more of a connection. So it was always kind of tough for me to be like, what do I talk to them about? But as you get more comfortable, you kind of just like, how's life? How's it going? You know, what's new with your family? That kind of thing. Yeah. You know, I think you have to like take each person into consideration too, because everybody's different. So if I have a client that's older, I'm absolutely going to pick up the phone and call them. Mm-hmm. If I have somebody who's young and really busy, I know their primary form of communication is text messaging. So I'll text them. Yep. Yeah. I definitely communicate how the client wants to be communicated. Yeah. That's huge. Sure. Thing. Definitely. Um, well, I want to be conscious of, of your time because I know you, you have a little meeting here, I think, coming up, right? Um, yeah. So. Thanks for remembering. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um 
So these are three questions that I ask everybody on the podcast, right? So the first one, what's one book or podcast you think everyone looking to grow their business in real estate should either read or listen to? Can I give you a book and a podcast? Yeah, absolutely. For sure. Okay. So the book is The Miracle Morning by Gail Elrod. Okay. And that book right there has had the biggest impact on my life. Like I just sort of up leveled in all areas of my life when I started reading that confidence and everything um and then the podcast is real af i've listened to a couple of those episodes <laughs> what'd you yeah. think i like it yeah it's good it's good yeah uh, i mean it's a it's a personality thing with that one yeah. he even says it i'm not for everyone <laughs> yeah he like, comes right out he's very upfront and honest about it, transparent yeah I, but he talks a lot about if you listen to a lot of the episodes he talks a lot about business mm -hmm. And growing businesses and everything. He's been very successful. Yeah, yeah, I know. I like it. Um, all right. What what should everyone who is a real estate agent either stop doing or start doing? Okay. They should stop using over-photoshopped pictures of homes. Yeah. <laughs> it look like when I, when I pop open a listing and the pictures look like cartoons, like my son's video games look more realistic than some of these photos. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Stop doing that. And then something I've been dealing with a lot lately, stop not returning phone calls. I have so many agents that will never return my calls and then they'll shoot me a text message. But sometimes the message you want to get through is too difficult to put into a text. Mm hmm and so phone call is more appropriate. And when you're dealing with another professional, like a professional, the professional, pick up the phone, mm -hmm. you know? Yep. Yeah. Sometimes like yeah. a situation warrants a phone call. Oh, yeah. All right. Last one. Where can everybody find you online? Uh, Kelly.livingvogue.com and Kelly at livingvogue.com. You can find me on social at the Territory Boss. Cool. Awesome. Well, thank you for uh, popping on. This was great information. I appreciate it. My pleasure. Thank you. Awesome. Well, have a good one. You too. Thanks.